Hello and welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. We're currently living in a time where there's seemingly a lot of negativity on the news and social media. So we're here to tell you that that's not the case. We'll find great things happening around the world and celebrate positive news rather than make it a token piece at the end of a news bulletin. We'll be talking to each other as well as guests and see how they are celebrating positivity. This won't be preachy, it won't be political. Our plan is to be positive and have a good laugh along the way. My name's Kez and his name's... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on my own. Don't panic, don't panic, Kez, don't panic. You can do this. Just get just get through this bit by bit. What's the rest of the thing? All right, yeah. Welcome to episode 35 of Two Peas in a Pod. As you may have guessed it, it's just me this week, plain old Kez. Uh, Ben's otherwise engaged, um, so it is just me. So that's not going to stop me having some fun uh, and still bringing some positivity to you, the listener. Um, this is usually the bit where I ask Ben how his week has been. Uh, and then he will then come back and say, Kez, how's your week been? Um, and then we go back and forth a little bit, a bit of banter, a bit of chat. Um, but I don't think it's quite going to go like that this week. Um, I just think it's something to do, really. And it really sucks when one half of your creative team isn't there, doesn't it? Uh, probably looking for ideas, really. Uh, hello? Who's that? Hi, Kez. It's me, Santa Claus. Oh, blimey, dude. What are you doing here? What? What? Well, Ben told me that he couldn't make it this week. And he said that you were a bit nervous about doing it on your own, so I thought I'd do him a favour and come and help you out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, I was a bit nervous about doing it on my own, but now I've got a host with Santa. How can I live up to that? Well, maybe I could present this one with you and we'll see how we get on. Get it? Present? Present? Eh? <laughs> well, I guess you'll fit in fine just around here, so... I mean, that would be great. So, Santa, tell me, how do you know Ben? Well, Ben and I go way back. I was playing rhythm guitar in a Beethoven punk cover band and Ben was doing sound that night at the Roundhouse. I mean, we got talking and we both share a common interest. And what is that common interest, if you don't mind me asking, Santa? Well, it's actually the intricacies of how Hans Zimmer creates the sound for Chris Nolan films and how he builds tension with a single note. Well, I was not expecting that. Well, I do have a lot of free time. Anyway, Kez, how has your week been? Oh, mate, my weekend's been really productive. I've I've sent so many emails. How about yours, Santa? Oh, you know, the usual, just wrapping. Ah, I see, yeah, like all the presents, you know, it's nearly Christmas and that. Oh, no, actually, I usually do a Flavor Flav tribute set down at the Wimbledon dog track, but... Because of COVID, I've had to actually do it on Zoom. Oh, okay. Um, shall we just crack on with the show, Santa? Sure thing, Kez. Why don't you tell everyone what we've got in store today? Well, okay. Um, so first, we're going to have a chat about some of the good things that have happened this year. Uh, then I'm going to smash out a bit of positive poetry, maybe, seeing as you're doing some rapping, Santa. 
We'll try a freestyle. Okay, that sounds good. And then uh, we've got some good news uh, from our listeners and maybe a couple of voices you might all recognise. Okay, let's do this, Kaz. Aye, aye, Captain Santa. Uh, Right, so as it's his first day, I've just sent Santa off to make the tea. Uh, While he's doing that, I'm going to run through some of the most memorable good news stories from 2020. So, uh, number one, uh, how can we forget? It's Captain Tom Moore. Um, So we all remember the incredible achievement and the huge amount of money that he had raised for the NHS and their associated charities. Uh, But something we shouldn't forget uh, is the achievement of those people who were inspired by his efforts. Uh, So there is Miranda. She had a stroke and was on a ventilator for four weeks. As part of her recovery, she completed 100 laps on a treadmill despite having locked-in syndrome. Uh, She is aiming to raise money for new ventilators for the NHS. And then there's young Frank. He has spina bifida and he set the target of walking 10 metres. Now he smashed this target and in the process raised £195,000. Then there's former international rugby player Mike Bigger. He suffered severe brain damage in a car accident in 1992 and he wanted to try and walk 100 steps. Now in doing so, he has raised £25,000. And then there's young uh, cousins, Maisie and Jack. They also got in the act. They walked 100,000 steps to raise awareness. Uh, So it really is, I mean, it's amazing, isn't it, what Captain Tom has inspired us all to do, uh, regardless of whatever gets in our way. So next, um, we've got the story of um, a football-mad 11-year-old who inspired thousands to do 7.1 million keepy-uppies in aid of charity. Um, She's reached her target. Um, Now, Imogen Papworth-Heidel, she set out uh, to do one keepy-uppy for each of the UK's key workers in April. Um, She's from Cambridgeshire, and uh, she realised she couldn't reach her target alone. So there's many footballers, including Lioness Lucy Bronze, uh, who responded to an appeal for help. Um, now Imogen did the last 3,000 keepy-uppies at uh, Cambridge United's Abbey Stadium. Uh, now, uh, Imogen is an Arsenal fan. Uh, she didn't uh, think she would reach the target uh, so um, so quickly, she said. So uh, she said, I'm absolutely speechless just how much money we've raised, uh, how many keepy-uppies have been donated and how many kind messages of support have come in. Uh, she's raised more than £11,418 uh, for nine charities by keeping her football up in the air as many times as she can. So that's uh, it's such a great story and, you know, really getting everyone involved in that. That's brilliant. Right, I can hear Santa coming up the stairs. So when he comes in, I'm going to ask him what his favourite story is from this year. Oh, yes, Santa, that's brilliant, lovely, perfect. Uh, right, what's your favourite piece of good news from this year, Santa? Oh, that one's easy, Kaz. Uh, my favourite story was when I was named an essential worker and uh, and everyone came outside and rang a bell for me at six o'clock on the 2nd of November. Um, it was a story where people were worried, basically, that um, with Christmas around the corner, um, children were worried that I might have had to cancel my plans due to coronavirus. But... I said, no, don't worry, everyone can rest easy. Uh, I got one of my elves uh, to post uh, on on our Facebook page uh, that it's come to my attention that children around the world are being told by their older siblings, parents and other adults, even some of their friends, that Christmas is not coming this year due to COVID-19. Well, this is simply not true, I said. Uh, so 
Not only have I been practicing social distancing codes like everyone else, uh, I've been named an essential worker, or a key worker as it's known in the States, uh, by uh, Nicola Sturgeon, actually. Um, so even though uh, many holiday festivities will be observed by people who are six feet apart, don't worry, I've been given the all clear to carry out my Christmas Eve delivery duties as scheduled. That's my favourite story, Kevs. Oh, that's a great bit of good news, Santa. Um, or can I call you uh, Nick? Uh, no, you can't. Just Santa. Only Mrs. Claus calls me Nick. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry, Santa. Didn't mean to upset you there. That's okay, Kevs. You didn't upset me. It's just that that's her pet name for me. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe a little bit too much information there, but should we move on with the show, Santa? Yes, Kevs. I think that's a good idea. Okay, uh, so, uh, as you might be able to tell, we've moved downstairs now because Santa said he's going to cook me some of his famous reindeer stew. Uh, but don't worry, um, it's, it's just a name because actually from what I can see, there's actually no reindeer in it, which is good to see. That's right, Kaz. I just replaced the reindeer for pumpkin. It's actually a vegan uh, dish which I learned from the elves. Funnily enough, I don't actually eat meat. Wow, you and Ben are actually more similar uh, than I first thought. How funny is that? Well, I always thought that uh, there was a reason why me and Ben used to get on so well, and I never really knew what it was. Turns out, we're both vegans. Well, listeners, you heard it here first. Uh, Santa is a vegan. What an exclusive on the Two Peas podcast. Um, right, now, while Santa makes his reindeer stew um i'm gonna smash out a bit of positive poetry because well you know that's what we're here for isn't it positivity so um this is one i just threw together uh just for this episode so this is uh, uh, an exclusive as well so two exclusives in one show um so here we go okay so this one's called positive poetry Positive poetry, positive rhymes, positive thinking, positive times. Few and far read between the lines because it's really there, just use your eyes. Like the penguins of Chicago, going for a walk or your baby child learning how to eat with a fork. Good people doing great things for charity, fighting hard to combat the disparity. The Kiwi couple giving land back to the nation despite the calls from the capitalist dictation. And what about the Alsatian winning family game nights? trying hard to stop all those Christmas Day fights. President Obama pranking one of his fans. Now we're the ones saying, yes, we can. Dolly Parton donating to fund the vaccine. And maybe you should write a song about it. For that, I am keen. The National Zoo in DC had a vote to name its baby panda, which is a hard thing to rhyme at the end of a stanza. They named him Zhao Qi Ji, and it sounds quite lyrical, and it's a Mandarin Chinese name for Little Miracle. These stories pop up all over the world, but they all just need to be unfurled. Hidden between all the bad news, between all the sadness, between all the blues, there is good in all of us that we can sustain. And positive times will come round again. There will be loads, there will be plenty, to outweigh the madness of 2020. Oh, blimey, kids. That was a good one, even if I say so myself. Oh, thank you, Santa. That's very kind of you to say so. Now, at the top of the show, we said you've been doing your rapping. You were going to do a little freestyle. Um, actually... Um, well, I've got to see to my reindeer stew, and, hmm, oh, I've got a bit of a sore throat, and 
I need to be top, top, tip top for Christmas. Um, yes, maybe next time. Hmm, okay. Fine. Well, shall we move on to the next bit of the show, then? Yes, Ken, that sounds like a good idea. I'll get back to my stew. Okay, so um, when Ben first told me that he couldn't make the show this week, I had an idea uh, just because I don't really perform very well on my own, so I needed some help. So I just shot out a message to everyone on our socials just to see if they could send in some uh, you know some good news uh, from the world from their own personal lives um you know from anywhere where they may have seen it and the, the response was amazing so um what i've do is i've gathered together all of uh, all of your voice notes and um i'm going to go through them now um the first one we've got here is from uh, Kyle um a really lovely bit of uh, of good news from him so here we go all right so my good news of the year is that i've managed to successfully get my dream job in an electrical firm and it will complete my apprenticeship sweet 2020 amazing uh good on you carl i'm really glad to hear that um that's your dream job and you managed to do that and complete your apprenticeship so um shout out to you man that's epic okay and um, we've got a handful here so well if everyone remembers uh chris also from downtime gaming podcast um they joined us um a few weeks ago now um and he sent in a bit of a collection so uh here we go good morning so bit of positive news that i picked up this week and i don't have a horse in this race either but i really like the story was the bill that's recently passed through scottish parliament about making sanitary products free in public spaces such as schools universities municipal buildings and definitely a huge step forward for a lot of women in Scotland as a lot of these products are really expensive and really overpriced and they are a basic human need so really happy to see that first time in the world that this legislation has gone through and really hopeful actually other countries start jumping on the back of this and just being more progressive in how we treat young women who have to go through this and moving the stigma away from it so yeah first bit of positive news conservation conversation there's a project that finished back in 2018 for one of those conservation bridges where you build a bridge over massive highways and interstates to try and help wildlife actually go across the bridge rather than going across the road the idea being to minimise potential road traffic accidents for vehicles and drivers, as well as actually reducing the amount of wildlife being hit by cars. So they've completed this bridge, a $5 million project, and after two years, they're already starting to see some positive impact with more wildlife using it and getting accustomed to the new way of travelling, as well as already seeing RTAs down. And although it's quite early on in the project, Normally, you're looking at three to five years before you start seeing such great results. They're already seeing it. And it's just a fantastic trend seeing these going through. I love this idea of trying to now adapt our infrastructure to try and take into account wildlife and minimise the impact that we have. And we just need to keep doing more stuff like this. You know, Anything that we can do to make sure that as a society we live alongside nature is a huge boon in my book. And this one, video game uplifting news, 
uh, AOC, so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, had recently been doing some Twitch streams to try and get people on board with voting and try to get the young, and the, the 18 to 25 bracket voting more, especially in the recent election. And she's actually ended up doing another stream as well for Among Us, which included characters like Disguised Coast, Corpse, Ikuno, and several others. And has managed to raise over $200,000 for charity on a last minute stream for eviction shelters and homeless over in the US, which is just fantastic to see someone in that position trying to use their network and use their popularity to actually just try and make a difference. And it's just more politicians should be looking at doing stuff like this because it's just a fantastic way of engaging your young voter base, getting people more interested in politics from a young age, while also actually just raising money for a great cause. So yeah, just wins all around there. Just wins all around. Chris, thank you so much. That was amazing. Uh, three great stories. Um, doing me out of a job a little bit there, really. <laughs> um, now, we couldn't have um, one half of the Downtime Gaming podcast without having the other. So um, here's some good news from Sam. How's it going, lad? Sam here from the Downtime Gaming podcast. Just dropping in with some positive news from the world of gaming for your show. A great initiative in recent games has been the improvement in accessibility options in modern and large budget video games. This was recognised a couple of weeks ago by the first ever Video Game Accessibility Awards hosted by Lana Pierce and Stephen Spawn of Able Gamers. The Accessibility Awards are streamed live on Twitch with awards being presented to the games and developers that went the extra mile to make video games accessible to all types of gamers, helping bring people into the world of games that might not have been able to do so before, which is a pretty cool thing to celebrate. Awards are not for the usual categories, but instead things like clear text, house rules, improved precision and more, which highlighted great accessibility features like variable difficulty levels, the ability to make subtitles larger, more prominent, move them around the screen and generally make them more readable and more inclusive. Winners included Among Us, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but the big winner was Naughty Dog's The Last of Us Part 2, which had a staggering 60 different accessibility options in the game, which will have helped countless people who might not have been able to play their games before to come along and give them a go. And that's pretty cool. Hopefully, something that becomes a yearly award and something that more developers focus on in the future to try and be a bit more inclusive. But that's it from me. Have a good one, guys, and I will see you next time. Cheers. Sam, thank you so much. That is some really positive news from the video gaming world. Uh, now we have some good news um, from our listener, Matt. There's an Instagram page called lovedbefore underscore London that my wife showed me. It's for cuddly toys who are put up for adoption, need a new home. It's just a really nice little thing to see in a sea of bad news at the moment. It's worth checking out. It's very happy and puts a smile on your face. Lovely, Matt, that's what we like to hear. Anything that puts a smile on our face, uh, we'll lap that up. Um, now, doing a quick shout-out for Matt. So, Matt uh, likes to post all things craft beer and all things food. Um, so, he has two Instagram uh, pages. Um, one, which is at Further Adventures in Beer, uh, where he discusses... Um, reviews basically for all of his favorite craft beers um really in depth um and also really quite humorous some great snaps in there too so you should all check that out and also matt is basically from what i can see essentially a michelin star chef so um he uh, cooks all the best stuff but just for his dinner um you can check this out some great snaps of um, some of his incredible creations um on instagram at further adventures in food so um you should do that um now santa um have we got any other voice notes yes chris actually we've got one from maybe a mutual friend <laughs> morning gang sorry i can't be there this week it's a bit of a first for me so um 
Kez, I hope the editing is going well. Um, you'll be able to see once and for all what I end up getting up to. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck with it. Hope it all goes well. Um, so, bit of good news for everybody. Sweden has rolled out a great initiative. Blood donors get a text message whenever their blood saves a life. So how brilliant is that? You know, once you give blood, it just goes out into the ether, doesn't it? And you know you've done a good thing. You know it's doing some amazing work. But to get that text message to go, it just did that right now. That's really cool. I'm really into that idea. Um, giant pandas are no longer endangered, and China is going to build a massive 1.5 billion panda conservation park. What an amazing bit of conservation conversation. Um, yeah, giant pandas quite synonymous for being um, an endangered bear, I suppose. And and what an amazing achievement, uh, sort of within the conservation world, to ensure that they're no longer endangered. And that's what an amazing effort there. Really, really cool. Um, a newspaper in Japan made out of recycled paper and seeds. Once you finish reading it, tear it into small pieces, plant it, and it will blossom into flowers. So, yeah, what an amazing initiative there. Um, and something that can really sort of, yeah, benefit everybody and benefit, obviously, the whole planet after you've read uh, read the paper and done, done your little crossword. Really cool. Um, and finally, one last bit of good news. Um we have got in Scotland. It's official. They make history as they're the first country in the world to provide a free period. I'll try that again. It's official. Scotland makes history as the first country in the world to provide free period products for all. Um, so that's obviously things like tampons and pads and all that sort of thing are now free to all those who use them and who all those who need them. So uh, Nicola Sturgeon, who is Scotland's first minister, she said she is proud to vote for this groundbreaking legislation, making Scotland the first country in the world to provide free period products for all who need them. An important policy for women and girls everywhere. Um, what an amazing, amazing bit of good news. And bonkers that it even has to be considered groundbreaking. But, you know, hopefully that can, you know, lead the charge into making it a sort of a, a global initiative to yeah, ensure that it is free and can be obtained for free everywhere. So fingers crossed there. All right, go love you and leave you. Uh, back to the studio. Kez, you got this man, and I'll see you guys next week. Oh, great to hear from Ben there at the end. Um, now I think that's it. We're gonna just about wrapped up there. So, well, look at that. I made it for an episode on my own. Um, but not without your help, Santa. Oh, don't be silly, Kez. You did that all on your own. I was just here doing a silly voice. I'm off now to feed the reindeer and go and wrap some more presents. Bye, everyone. Goodbye, Santa. And it's goodbye from me. Uh, thank you so much for uh, sticking with me while I basically had a breakdown and talked to myself for half an hour. Um, uh, if you want to find us on our socials, uh, you can do so. Um, Facebook and Twitter is uh, forward slash 2ppod and Instagram is at 2ppodcast. Um, you can also find us online. Our website is www.2ppodcast.com and uh, you can email us at hello at 2ppodcast.com. Uh, both of us, Ben and I, will be back next week. We have uh, Mark Simmons, uh, stand-up comedian, the one-liner himself. Um, so st stay tuned for that. It's a wicked chat. So uh, really looking forward to that. Goodbye. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.